I'm David. And I'm Lacey. And this is Life on the DL. Our friends and family are constantly asking us for our advice and opinions, which of course we'd love to share. And that inspired us to start this podcast, Life on the DL. In today's episode, we're talking all things work from home, from the perspective of a couple working from the same house at the same time with a dog. We've learned to balance handling deliveries, midday potty breaks, and setting distinct boundaries between life and work, and we're excited to share these tips and tricks with you so that you never feel like you need to go into an office again. So David, you've been working from home a little bit longer than I have, so why don't you start us off with your experience when you started working from home full-time and what it was like before we both we're doing it together. Well, I never really had an opportunity to work from home in my entire career, really until that 2018, where I basically negotiated a work from home arrangement with my employer at the time. From that point on, I was pretty much hooked. Um, Work from home was, I feel like, the best and only way to work um, that I've seen. So every role that I took afterwards was a work from home role, or it lessened the impact of the things that we've seen over the last couple of years. I want to talk about the three things I learned right up front. Number one, it's really important that I needed to set up a separate work area that I could step to and step away from, not just for, let's say, privacy for video calls, but it's the ability to separate your work actually from your life using a physical space in your house. Yeah, I agree. I feel like that's been one of the biggest lessons that I've learned from working from home. And that's being sure that we have a separate dedicated space so that work and life don't really bleed together, at least too much. Number two, the tech setup about having a good quality video and audio setup for your Zoom, having a great internet connection as well as a separate external monitor setup if you are working on a laptop, which many of us are. And number three, it's all about discipline and control of your own calendar. Working from home, you can easily put in, you know, 24 hours in a day. I think I've almost done it sometimes. And not having a good control and protecting your calendar so that doesn't happen is I think probably the most important thing out of these three. Yeah, I agree with that. I think an important note too is neither David or I are entrepreneurs. Um, We work a pretty typical nine to five job for someone else, um, larger corporations that can be quite demanding of your time. So I didn't start working from home on a consistent basis until 2020, like most of the world. And honestly, it was pretty difficult at first since I hadn't been working from home. So since David had already been working from home for a couple of years, his experience helped me navigate that first month a lot better than I would have had I been figuring it out on my own. But it was kind of funny because when... They first told us that um, everything was happening with the work from home situation. 
we thought that we were going to be back in the office the next week, um, but one week led to another and I ended up going back into my office one weekend so that I could take my external monitor and gather some things from my desk. And I'm really grateful that I had the instinct to do that because that next week they ended up shutting down the office and you weren't allowed to go back in. That persisted for over a year. So it's kind of crazy, like looking back and seeing that what we thought was just going to be a a short period of time working from home um, really transpired to be a permanent solution for many people. David, since you're a lot more technical than I am, for those who may be new to the work from home environment, what tips do you have for setting up their dedicated workspace? So the first thing is actually the least technical thing is your desk and your desk position. Um, Because of the way lighting and backlighting works, a lot of times, a lot of desk setups have the window behind you with very good lighting coming in. And so when you walk into a room, you see the person facing towards the door and the window behind them. So it's really good lighting for the room itself. But that's probably the worst lighting when it comes to being on camera because that window is creating this light source that... So your webcam is actually trying to light balance using the source of light behind you so your face and everything just turns dark. So number one your desk position and making sure that the light source is in front of you. And if you have to or cannot avoid having a window behind you, having a really good fill light in front of you, um, whether it's a overhead light or some type of lighting um, that streamers and vloggers have already realized with this kind of lighting solutions that they have that you see on the market now. So number one desk and your desk position. For technology, I think, Lacey, you mentioned having your external monitor. That is super important, especially if you have and are working from a laptop. Having a good headset or and or a mic, a headset that will allow you to be on those video calls and not have any feedback because a lot of times when you're on those video calls and people don't have a headset, you hear a lot of that feedback of voices coming in and out fed back into the speaker Everything from the children, pets, dogs, deliveries. I've noticed um, lawnmowers, (laughs) um, everything getting sucked right into your mic. So if you have that, um, that really does help with your sound solution. Finally, the internet. One of the things that we did notice was the quality of the internet can affect, especially when you have both, uh, when we were both working from home, not having a good internet connection can really affect the quality of your video calls easily or if one person's doing something heavy that could affect the other person's video. Yeah, especially for someone that's in a role similar to mine where I have to present often, that takes a lot of your internet's capacity and it can bog down the connection for anyone else that may be using the internet at the same time. Okay, and and the last thing is probably something that's not as intuitive is if you are working on a laptop, have an external keyboard and mouse because ergonomically that just makes it so much easier to work there on your laptop when connected to an external monitor is to have that external keyboard and mouse. This talks about technology, everything I've learned. 
from working from home from 2018, but what do you think changed or what did we have to do when we both started working from home? So when we both started working from home, we had to shift our daily activities and schedule in a way that I didn't anticipate. And that's because of all the extra time that I spent walking to the parking garage, commuting back and forth and not knowing what traffic would be like or any other stops that I might need to make along the way. Working from home gives you so much time back and flexibility for things that you might not have been able to do, like scheduling a quick grocery pickup over your lunch hour or preparing food for dinner ahead of time. That's great talking about preparing dinner, right? That's one of the things that got so much easier. I know before when I was working from home and and when you were on your way back home, I would try to time if I was making dinner that night, you know, when would I start? Mm -hmm. And then sometimes dinner would be like not ready because you got home so much quicker than I thought. Or sometimes it'd be sitting ready for an hour because you hit some sort of traffic that delayed your arrival by 30 minutes to an hour. So it was so unpredictable. But with both of us working from home, it made it much more predictable for preparing dinner. And since we have a dog, um, we also never have to worry about finding a sitter or finding someone to take the dog out on his schedule, um, coordinating a walker, and then even sometimes worrying about like, they just don't show up. They text you 30 minutes before saying, I'm, I can't be there today. Uh, and what do you do then? Yeah, I feel like working from home gives me a lot of peace of mind when it comes to taking care of our dog because he's a huge part of our life and we're also able to spend a lot more time with him and together as well. One huge benefit that I found while working from home for the past couple of years is from the financial aspect. When working in the office, I would often find myself stopping for coffee on the way, grabbing lunch with coworkers in the afternoon, and then even using the vending machines in the office for a snack. This obviously adds up when you're spending money in those ways each week, and I've noticed that I also eat a lot healthier when I'm at home all day instead. Well, another huge benefit is the cost and time savings of not having to commute to an office, especially now with gas being at record highs of five to six dollars per gallon. Um, it's it's amazing how much money we save by not having to commute. So I did a little bit of math um, using a report that I saw from the U.S. Census Bureau that was published last year, and as of last year, the average commute was about 21 miles each way. So that's 42 miles round trip. So again, with some math, if it's both of us commuting um, to our jobs, that's 84 miles round trip every day that we would both combine make. That accounts for 420 miles at an average of, let's say 20 miles per gallon that you get per gallon of gas. That's $100 per week, $5,000 a year that we'd be saving by not commuting, or $5,000 a year that'd be spending commuting to the office. Even more importantly, time, right? Time you can't buy. And an average of one hour round trip for each of us, that's two hours times five days per week, 10 hours a week, 50 weeks, that's 500 hours a year that we would save by not commuting to work. And that's 500 hours that we could be doing something else, experiences, and everything that we just love to do. 
Well, these are all positives, great things, but do you think there's any negative aspects of working from home? Not many. Uh, There's only one that I can think of, and that's separating work from life at home and creating those effective boundaries. That aspect can be really difficult, and I feel like I have to make a conscious effort to do that at times. And to get up from my desk and move around during the day. Um, Sometimes my watch will remind me four times that I need to stand before I even realize that I've been sitting for the entire morning. It's also been great to be able to have lunch together. That's not something that we were able to do when I was working in an office and you were working from home. The last aspect is really making sure that I personally don't work late. Um, I can get in the zone with what I'm working on, but stepping back and realizing that work will always be there and there will always be something else that you'll need to do. But your family life is more important than being ahead of where you need to be at work, in my opinion. What are your thoughts on the negative aspects of working from home? One aspect that I find difficult is connecting with people at work in the office. You know, before we were able to connect just by walking over to someone's office, cubicle, what have you, meeting for lunch. And there was a lot of ways that we could build rapport, build trust between uh, the people they work with on a day-to-day basis now that face-to-face aspect is gone. So I think that aspect is a little difficult. So I need to and have found ways to help increase at least the the networking, the visibility between the people that I work with for and those that work for me. I just create more one-on-one meetings and I know we all hate meetings and, and there's always too many, but I think having those very direct one-to-one meetings with people, again, that you work with for or that work for you. Having that direct and constant contact with them, I think, is super important. Now, I do have the luxury of being able to travel, uh, to meet team members. We have outings and we have quarterly types of off-sites where we get together, have dinner, talk about what we've done and what we can do better as a team. So those are the little things that we can do to try to increase both networking and effectiveness of how we work better together as teams. So that's one aspect, again, that was difficult, but I think there's ways around it that we can help improve and then even become stronger uh, coming out of it. And finally, outside of the people that you work with, one of the ideas that I've seen become more prevalent are affinity groups, affinity groups that are formed within the company or even outside of the company that have affinity, not just in, let's say, socio-demographic, but also in groups of interests and likes, biking or fishing or, or what have you. I think getting involved in those, whether it is within or outside of work, I think is a great way to continue to network. Again, with both of us working from home, we tend to get out less. We're not meeting as many people. We're not being as social. So I think that's one of the areas I think we need to try to work on more and be more social and put more emphasis on trying to be more social because I think we just default to not um, both of us working from home. 
Yeah, I do agree with that too. You do have to make that more conscious effort to connect with people that are outside of both your organization and sometimes even your employer. So in today's episode, we talked about what we love about working from home, what we can see to improve from that, how we save time and money, and even more time just not having to commute and finding the flexibility to work from anywhere just because working from home really means you can work from anywhere. These are the benefits that we find from working from home, but also both of us working from home together. I think that's an even bigger benefit because we both have that. Mm -hmm. I agree. A lot of these benefits come to fruition because it's both of us instead of just one of us working from home. Exactly. Sometimes I ask the question, you know, would I ever want to work in the office again? I think for me, it's a resounding no. I would never want to just because of the great benefits and and everything, the positives that I see from having, number one, the option to work from home. Um, and if I ever have that option again um, versus not, I would definitely want to work from home. How about you? Yeah, I completely agree with that. I wouldn't consider working from an office again. I do also have to travel here and there for work. And that is something that I enjoy, but I can't imagine living a life where I have to spend hours a week commuting to and from an office where I'm not able to dedicate that time to something more productive. With the benefits of saving time, money, being more present in your relationships and the flexibility to work from anywhere, what is there not to love about working from home? Like it's given us the opportunity to build better relationships with our friends and extended family, as well as with each other. Thank you for listening to today's episode. You can find us on your favorite podcast networks with new episodes dropping every Tuesday. We'd love to hear your questions at Life on the DL on Instagram or email us at Life on the DL podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe so you never miss out on our new episodes. If you love today's show, leave us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you tune in.